0: Big tech seems like it's all around us. What is big tech? And how much money and power do companies like Facebook, which renamed itself Meta, Amazon, Microsoft, and Alphabet, formerly Google, actually have? How do they use their rapidly growing power and influence? Is it for good or not? Today, we're going to dive into the controversial issue of the future of big tech in our society. Rob Sobhani is Sparrow's founder and CEO. Rob is a scholar-entrepreneur. He has a doctorate in political economy from Georgetown University, where he's taught courses on energy security and U.S. foreign policy. Rob is an investor, founder, and board member of Sienza Energy. That's an innovative battery company incubated out of Caltech. And Zach – an explainable AI company which focuses on 3D image recognition. Rob also established the first smart solar renewable energy project in the kingdom of Bahrain. I don't know how he finds the time, but Rob's crazy about books and he's a huge reader. He also finds joy in doing push-ups while dancing to Donna Summer and the village people, but where Rob finds true bliss is cheering on the world's great soccer teams. Welcome to Sparrow Today with Rob Subhani, the podcast for people who want to bring the world closer together through the joy of shopping and the joy of giving. Sparrow, purchase with a purpose. Sparrow is a Microsoft for startups company. Thank you for downloading this program from Audible, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and TuneIn, among many other sites. Rob is your host, and he can be reached directly via email at rob.sparrow.com. I'm Victoria Jones. Rob, if someone walked up to you and said, Big text following your every move. It's watching you. What would be your response, your thoughts?
1: Victoria, I would say it's an invasion of privacy, uh, first and foremost. But more importantly, it would be, why are they following me? What motivates Apple? What motivates Facebook? What motivates Amazon? What motivates Twitter? What motivates these companies to follow me? And my answer is they probably want to sell me something or they want to probably sell what I'm doing uh, to a third party for that third party to sell me something. So at the end of the day, they're following me because of profit. And.
0: Um- That seems to be an increasing concern among people who feel more and more powerless to do anything about it.
1: Victoria, I think it goes beyond being powerless. I think it raises a fundamental moral issue. How does one question a Twitter or a Facebook when one looks at the fact that Twitter allows for the supreme leader of Iran to tweet about the destruction of Israel, to say very harsh words about the Jewish faith, and yet may silence someone else. When Facebook allows, again, the supreme leader of Iran to have a Facebook page calling for the destruction of Israel. So it really does, for me personally, raise a moral issue. The supreme leader of Iran has destroyed the lives of millions by denying Pfizer and Moderna vaccines to the people of Iran, and yet Twitter and Facebook allow this guy to have a platform. Does Facebook give a rationale for this? No, because Facebook is all about money. It's all about savage capitalism. Apple... Google, Facebook, Amazon, they're all about savage capitalism. It is not grounded in the moral aspect of what we are. It is not anchored in the human soul. And that's my biggest criticism of big tech.
0: It feels as though, going back to my first question, that big tech's following your every move, it's watching you, as though it's Beyond anybody's control, when you're talking about savage capitalism, the, the, the ethics, the morality of it, uh, and, and that there isn't a, a possibility of pulling it back. Now, you are the CEO of a tech company. So, how do you, as Sparrow, address this?
1: Well, I think first and foremost, we want to be true to the message. Of Sparrow, which is, we want to be the global venture philanthropy platform that truly does good. So, for example, with our e commerce plugin, God willing, when the Macy's of the world, when the Nordstrom's of the world, when the Gaps of the world adopt it, at that moment of adoption, every time someone makes a purchase, We are truly making an impact in the life of someone else and it's for everyone to see. There's nothing to hide. Whereas with big tech, if you just look at the sheer numbers, Victoria, since I think 2005, Facebook has made around 92 acquisitions. That means 92 companies got eliminated so that Facebook could be the dominant player. Google I think since 2001, has made 265 acquisitions so that it could remain the dominant player. This is not the democratization of wealth creation. Google, Facebook, Amazon are the opposite of wealth creation.
0: I I read that Google's $162 billion of revenues was bigger than the size of Hungary's economy in 2019. That's staggering to me.
1: It is staggering. And, and I think we should also pause for a moment and maybe reflect on and be fair. There are some rays of good news coming out of big tech. So, for example, when you think about the legacy of Steve Jobs and the iPhone, I think it's made our life a lot easier. We're able to communicate with each other in a more frictionless way. Um, It's allowed the world to maybe be in touch in a more easier manner. But I think overall, when I look at the ledger, I think there's more negative associated with big tech. And you're right, Victoria, it's a running train that I don't think as of today there's any way to stop it.
0: You're talking, when you talk about Sparrow, about a company that that has a, an ethical base and that is planning and already does have an impact and that that impact will have a ripple effect. Now, these big tech companies also have a ripple effect in a negative way in a sense, we start to get into an existential discussion about whether the ethical impact of good can outweigh the existential impact of evil. And you have to look at it in tech terms. And I I wonder about your thoughts on that.
1: I do know that I'm not in the shoes of Mark Zuckerberg. I'm not in the shoes of Jack Dorsey, the former CEO of Twitter. I'm not in the shoes of, you know, Sergey Brin or Larry Page at Google. I'm Rob Sabani. I'm the founder and CEO of Sparrow. And what I can tell you, Victoria, is that the day when we become that consequential company, you're going to shop at Sparrow and your carbon footprint is going to be almost nil. You're going to have a social media platform that's going to be Sparrow, where it's not going to divide, it's going to unite. You're going to be able to do your 3D image recognition searches for your products on Sparrow and not be charged in an arm and a leg. So that's what our definition of a consequential company is going to be. And mark my word, there will be a day when a company like Sparrow or someone like us, I hope, becomes the answer to big tech that we have today. That again, in my opinion, is not anchored in the human soul.
0: It also appears that when we look at the consumer, there has to be a feeling of reward or even joy in the experience. And that also appears to be what you're talking about when they interact with Sparrow, that they would get that.
1: Absolutely, Victoria. When you interact maybe with a Facebook or, you know, it's one way in many respects, but it also, I think it's polarizing. Whereas with Sparrow, when you interact with us, you know, and you shop hopefully one day on Macy's and you find out that Macy's is going to give 1% of your purchase to your favorite charity. Now you have that joy in your heart that at checkout, you were able to select the Maryland Food Bank, and that, that you know, $100 that's going to go to the Maryland Food Bank is going to translate to meals for someone less fortunate. And that, I think, is what technology should do, leverage for the public common good.
0: How can people come to see that when what they're faced with when they interact with big tech, is almost the opposite. They use Facebook because it's convenient, but I don't know anybody who enjoys it.
1: Yeah, I don't have a Facebook account either, uh, just on principle, uh, because when I go to the origins of how Facebook was started, it was really about chasing women at Harvard's dormitory. And it's sad that today, um, you know, it's become this monolith. Um, But again... We'll let Facebook swim in their lane. We'll let Twitter swim in their lane. We'll let Google swim in their lane. The Sparrow Lane is going to be about, again, making and giving the joy to customers and democratizing the world of philanthropy so that when you engage with our platform, at least there's a space where you can say, oh, wow, when you go to bed, you know you've done something good you've planted a tree and you'll get a notification of us that you planted a tree, that you saved the life of a little girl who is a Syrian refugee, or maybe you were able to provide food for a less fortunate family, or maybe you were able to fund a public school in a part of West Virginia that is struggling with opioids.
0: These things make a difference because when people are shopping online, for example, and they they have the Sparrow plug-in, which, which they will. Um, when you do help somebody, it does make a difference to know, oh, this is who I helped. Um, there's there's a particular uh, charity I support for elephants, and you know who the elephants are. It's not a large charity, but you know the who the elephants are. And this makes a very big difference in the incentive to continue support. They're very transparent. They are accountable. And this is what it appears that you're talking about with Sparrow.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Sparrow is about the non-metaverse. Metaverse is about a virtual world. Sparrow is about the real world. It's about giving a hug to a homeless person. It's not about a virtual experience with a homeless person. It is about Touching an old person's heart by visiting them in person and cooking food for them. That is what Sparrow is all about. Not a virtual experience with an old person uh, and then chalking it up. Oh, I've done my good deed. No. So it's unfortunate that, excuse me for my French, but stupid money, again, is chasing stupid ideas. Over the last 10 years, Victoria, we've spent $100 billion on this fantasy of self-driving cars. And investors, venture capital, asset managers fell for this notion, oh, we're going to all drive self-driving cars. Well, it didn't happen. If we had invested $100 billion in democratizing vaccines including the COVID-19, we would not have had the deaths that we have today. That's the moral question to ask from venture capital, from Facebook, Amazon, Google, and the bankers that fund these guys. Where is the moral compass?
0: If we look at the last 20 years and big tech, What do you think is the major question to be asked?
1: I think it boils down fundamentally to how does all of this touch the human soul? How do we leverage the good that technology can provide for the common good and not just for a few?
0: Thank you for listening to Sparrow today with Rob Subhani, the podcast for people who want to bring the world closer together through the joy of shopping and the joy of giving. Sparrow, purchase with a purpose. Sparrow is a Microsoft for startups company. Thank you for downloading this program from Audible, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and TuneIn, among many other sites, Rob is your host, and he can be reached directly via email at robsparrow.com. At Our music is provided by Proud Music Library. Thank you to Blue Room Productions. I'm Victoria Jones. This program is produced by the DC radio company Sparrow Today with Rob Sophani. Thank you for listening.